Welcome back to the pregame beer podcast. Technically a podcast, almost. Uh, you know, it, it's it's me. It's Todd. It's Curran. Curran, how you doing, bud? Uh, I'm I'm better, I think, than we were the last time we did this. Yeah, no. If you listened to the last episode, go go and get yourself a a, a nice tall drink. You you deserve it. That thing was rough. Yeah, I I really wanted to apologize for that because. I don't want to pat our backs here, but I felt like, you know, the last few we pumped out were pretty, pretty solid. We really, we went above and beyond for the crew. And uh, to come back after, a, a you know, a winter break like that and just lay an egg. Not good. Not, not great on our part. You know, we, much like Icarus, I think we flew a little too close to the sun. Yeah, we were just kind of riffing those last few, and they came out pretty okay. And I just, I did not have it. I did not have the energy to just riff. And with absolutely no preparation, it was worst case scenario. I don't know why we put it out, but we did. Because that's, that's just, that's what we do here. You know, there was a part of me that knew that because it's summer, as I explained previously, uh, we're not rushing home to pump out a podcast in the middle of a New England summer. Uh, part of me knew that, you know, it might be longer than one week or even 10 days until they got another episode. So I went for it. I just said, you know what, we're going to, we're going to pump it out. And if you listen to it, Godspeed. Um, I do apologize. That is, that was beneath even us, but also a friendly reminder, we are the last remaining product from the company we previously worked for. So we could be those guys. No, that's fair. Go us. Really? It's just will, honestly, at this point, plowing ahead, but we're going to be better this time. We promise. All right. Well, before we get into it, uh, what's what you drinking tonight? Uh, tequila. Actually, I made a, I made a massive margarita. That's a good so, call. I think, I, I think the key to these are going to be, let's get, let's get pretty drunk within, within the first half hour. Yeah, and I'm looking forward. My dog is also here by my side. Sometimes he is not, um, but tonight he is. So I'm, I'm looking forward to how many things he has to say through through this this whole this whole shebang. Karen, I'm not gonna lie. I feel like your dog has some opinions that the world just isn't ready for. Well, he's a German Shepherd, so so that. he's anti-Semitic. He's massively not a big fan of anyone of color either. Yeah, that's just the way they're bred, folks. I can't, I can't control that. I also didn't buy him. I basically adopted him. Uh, he does have that blonde fur, blue eyes, doesn't he? That's all he's into. It's, it's, it's disgusting. Um, and he's also blind, so you could say he doesn't see color. But something tells me he. To be fair, no guy will see color. He'd find a way. We all know it. But. Yeah, you're probably right. He's probably got some pretty, pretty hot takes on the on the state of the world. Oh, that he definitely didn't get from his dad. Well, if you want to send him down here, I could use a a dog with a little ferocity in it. Oh, you you live in a rough neighborhood all of a sudden? No, well, kind of. Uh, there, I there is gang violence in my neighborhood now. Um, that- uncomfortable the problem is it's not gangs of people it's gangs of geese 
Mm. Um, which is real uncomfortable. But mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. at 5 a.m., uh, well, I wasn't even asleep because, you know, I don't sleep anymore. Fuck that. But I was startled at the sound of what can only be described as a turf war between two packs of geese. Like they, uh-huh. these things, these things were going all out, going for the neck, just killing each other. All right. Uh, how does this happen? I mean, how do you get into a turf war with geese in, in the middle of, uh, well, not in the middle of Nashville per se, but we'll say in the suburbs of Nashville. Well, you know, so my, uh, my complex had a flock of geese that lived here. It was fine. They're chill. They just had some, some babies, Babies are finally like, you know, regular goose looking. And I guess there's been a, this other flock of geese just like holding up. Or it's actually, I think the plural is gander. There's an entire expression about it, but that's fine. Not really important. Um, anyway, this other gander sees, all right, all right kids, are, kids are adults now. Perfectly reasonable time. To go step on their throats. Mm-hmm. Come take the good territory. Like, you know, my complex has this nice retention pond that they live in. It's pretty secluded, tree-lined. Like, no one's going in there. So I get it. It's quality real estate. But God damn it, if you're going to have a turf war, at least wait until I go to work. Okay. So you're not sleeping a lot, then, is what you're telling me. No, I am not. Also, the ice horse just took a shoulder to the face rounding first. Are you watching Pittsburgh Pirates baseball right now? I am. I'm watching Pittsburgh uh, Milwaukee. <laughs> Tell me you have a bet on that. I don't. I'm just I was looking for a game. Damn. Uh, I try to stay away from Pittsburgh Pirates. Buddy, no, no. The, I literally just turned it on and the first thing I saw was Chavis had a decent hit, uh, but the first baseman very blatantly got in his way, lowered a shoulder on him. I, I, right I, to the face. Is it Telez over there? Is it is it the big big fuck? Oh, it is a massive fuck. That's got to be Rowdy Telez then. Yeah, well, Ice Horse took it like a champ. Still got to third. I mean, he's a he's a pretty stocky guy himself. Honestly, he might have had it inside the park home run if that didn't happen. That's kind of hilarious. Oh, Telez, that's exactly it. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. He's a big boy. Yeah, yeah, he is. He's a. A lot of fun to watch it, though. I'll give him that. Anyway, yeah, gang violence in the neighborhood. Big problem. But geese. Geese. Yeah. So a little less a little less fun, honestly, when it's animals, you know? Yeah. I mean, like, just fuck off. That's all I'm saying. I mean, no one, there's not going to be, a, like, you know, a big uproar if, if my German shepherd has a problem with geese. But if no. I brought him down there and he immediately went after the first person with a slight pan. Oh, I don't even know about that. I don't. Um, mean... Bellevue is not a very diverse neighborhood of Nashville. Oh, really? Yeah, I think there are enough olds out here that they'd be more mad about you killing their birds. Oh, I don't really want to hang out in that neighborhood then. Yeah, I don't. I don't live here because it's my first choice of neighborhood. I moved here because I could afford to. Mhm. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. It is nice out here. Like we got some some good shit, but Yeah. Anyway. I mean, 
Good for you. Anyway. Moving on. Yeah. Uh, I heard a rumor you're a big golf guy now. Uh, rumor might be true. Uh, I went out on Monday to practice for my birthday because my beautiful uh, fiance bought me a far too expensive gift uh, at one of the better golf courses in Maine. And I don't even, I've never golfed before. She was like, yeah, I bought you a golfing outing for you and three of your closest pals. And uh, I've never golfed ever. So I went out and I, and I practiced and it's, it's going to be an experience for all those that are there. I will say that. Oh, Karen, it will not just be an experience for all that are there. You're forgetting what we're, what we lovely people are gifting to the audience. Oh, we're getting, we're getting a live pod with not just me and Karen, but the return of horny Mike and sober Joe. I feel, I feel like you're promising a lot right there, thinking that we can figure out the audio on a golf course. We might. Uh, have- I kind of figured it would be more beers afterwards than on the course itself. Okay, that makes way more sense because it is an afternoon tea time. So getting smacked is not frowned upon. Yeah, you know, you get smacked there, you get smacked after. Like that's the point of golf. Golf is a drinking game. Yeah, the problem is I have to be up that Sunday. And. I'm just looking forward to the hangover, really. Yeah, you'll be I've, all right. I've accepted that I'm going to be in a lot of pain for Sunday. You'll be all right. You'll be in bed by like eight. Um, probably. Yeah, that's right. You're right. Eight sounds right. It's a two o'clock tea time. Yeah. Over yeah. that. You'll be all right. Don't be. Yeah. Don't be a pussy. I'm not. I'm not a pussy. Anyway, how'd, how'd the round go? Well, we only played... We were with the owner. We yeah. only played like six holes because it was late. It was literally like a like get out of work and you can come like fuck around for a bit. Um, I think I've... Funny enough, drives okay. Um, uh, as long as I hit the fairway, I'm pretty good with an iron. And wedges were surprisingly good. Short game was probably okay. I've made a goal that if I can just, like, quadruple bogey all the holes, I'll be happy. Okay. Okay, that's not bad. I mean, honestly, just getting bogey, double bogey, it's not that hard. Um, It's a hard course, though, is the problem. That's fair. I'm watching. I'm sorry. I'm distracted. I'm watching a commercial about pubes right now, and I don't know what's happening. Is it a Manscaped commercial? No, it's about lady pubes. Oh. Well, you know what? Good for that. Getting it out. was uh, much less subtle than the already non-subtle Manscaped commercials. There were animated pubes singing and dancing. Oh, wow. That's aggressive. Yeah. I don't know how I feel about that. I didn't like it. Um, but no, the pro- the problem with the course is going to be that it's a hard course. It's not, this is not a beginner's, like the fact that my beautiful fiance decided that it was time to, to get me golfing on one of the harder courses in the state. It's a move. No, that's fair. I mean, I know I'm going to be in trouble because my drive has been awful lately. Um, 
So I'm fucked. I'll be playing out of the woods. I will say first hole of the day, though, is, is it's pretty aesthetically pleasing, whereas in like it's downhill and it's but it's straight. So it's like it starts you up on almost like almost up on like a mountain. So yep. all you got to do is like get it in the air past the women's tee and you'll you'll probably be in OK shape. That's what I love to hear as long. Honestly, so I've got one really good golf shot in my bag. And it's the bailout wedge shot where I'm like 50 feet into the woods, somehow get it out with my wedge, be right off the green. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm hoping I can hit some of those shots today or not today, but Saturday. Yeah. Also clutch by you deciding to come on up here, just, you know, essentially go golfing with the, with the guys and then head back down. Unless yeah. I mean, out of it. We, we got some other planning we're going to need to do, but. No, I, I, yeah, I was going to say, it's like, I hope you're not just doing that when you, when you ride on up here. No, I mean, I'll be around. We'll, we'll rally the boys. Important. Important. Speaking of, uh, speaking of golf though, I want to know what is your opinion on live? Uh, I don't really the only reason I have an opinion is because uh, the PGA Tour has an opinion. I don't like the idea of them deciding to have a moral high ground because essentially they bring up war crimes as the reason they don't want people being over there. And it's like, well, we're not exactly the most ethical uh, country when it comes to war crimes. So I don't know if that's the... Look, we're going to get to that in a bit, but don't worry. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm kind of in the same boat. I don't know if I'm pro-live as much as I'm anti-PGA. I think I'm anti-PGA. I just think it's like, it would have been better if you were just like, hey, um, we'd prefer you stayed over here. And they used anything other than the whole, like, like, have you seen what they've done thing? It's like, well, you know, I mean, we, we do bad stuff too. Yeah. And then like, you look at the, the PGA's list of sponsors and you do even the tiniest bit of research and the Saudis are, are one degree of separation away from, uh, from the PGA tour. Yeah. I don't, I don't think that it was our, um, I don't think it was their, their brightest moment deciding that they were just going to be like, you know, here's the hill we're going to die on. It's the, it's the morality stance. Yeah, Pat McAfee had a good point where he's like, oh, are you on Twitter? Supporting the Saudis. Oh, you watch Disney? Can't do that. Saudis are all up in that bitch. Yeah, no. Like it, it is the largest investment like fund in the world. Yeah, I mean, it's all, I mean, obviously it's all, it's all oil money over there and they get to pump it into sure things. So they've got large stakes and most of your most of the things that you probably like to do the Saudis are involved in I think I'm becoming pro-live though I mean I like their strategy of just get like really famous people I hear I heard they were talking to Charles Barkley too like their goal isn't just to get like famous really good famous golfers they want everybody yeah so King Charles did turn him down but he thought about it long and hard. Um, 
But they've they've got Boyd. Phil, they've got Brooks, they've got Bryce. I'm like they they went uh, personality. Yeah. Um, which I support. Like it's it's fucking golf. I don't care if you shoot 18 under. If you're a personality on the course, that's gonna do more for the entertainment value. No, I agree. I agree. And they're like, doing some fun things. Cut it down. Like I don't need to watch golf on Thursday. People are like, oh, it's not a full tournament sort of thing. Well, fuck that. Why does it need to be? Have we ever considered that PGA tournaments are too long? We don't need to watch the John Deere Classic on Thursday. Hear me out. Who watches Friday golf? You know? Who watches like, anything but Sunday? I feel No, no. I feel like Thursday gets a little bit. I feel like Thursday and Sunday, you get that first and last day. Depending on the tournament. But, like, those two rounds, like, the second and third rounds, nobody's watching those. Also, just my own personal viewing habits of golf. I only watch the Sundays of majors. Mm. Mm-hmm. So, like, I don't think I'm going to watch a single PGA event. I might put on a live event for the novelty of it. I think it says a lot that one of the higher-ranked golfing events in history has been uh, those the match series that they've been running. That's fair. But uh, the reason I bring this up was um, during the Open uh, at St. Andrews, great tournament, great finish, electric stuff. People were talking like, oh, you don't get this kind of entertainment value. Only the PGA can do this. And I'm thinking to myself, that's not a PGA tournament. The PGA is completely unaffiliated with all of the majors. Well, except for the PGA Championship, but um, fuck out of here with that. I don't think people really care if they're watching golf, if it's a PGA tournament or not. I really don't. I think right, well, I think, I think they now do on political grounds. Yeah, it's a dumb, I don't know, it's a very, I don't even want to say it's like pro-America, because it's not, it's not, it's just like, it just seems very hypocritical, hypocritical to me. I don't know, I don't, I don't think, I don't think the way to go with this live PGA thing is to be like, well, you're taking the moral high ground if you take uh, PGA. Absolutely not. Don't do that. Don't do yeah. that either. Don't you're do you're that. not a better person because you're team PGA. Like I don't know what what part and you know I'm the biggest USA guy you're gonna meet. I I mean I think it's pretty pretty clear I'm a big big USA guy, but uh don't be blind to the fact that if you're talking about war if you're really talking about war crimes, uh don't don't just think that we're we're fucking innocent over here. We're we're not. We do a lot of bad things. <laughs> well, that seems like the best transition we're gonna get. Because speaking of doing war crimes, or in this case, not doing war crimes, current, we got another one. Oh. Uh I believe it was over the weekend, the U.S. military executed some guy whose name I'm going to struggle to pronounce, Amen Al-Zawahiri. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
that guy was a big uh, Osama bin Laden guy. Mm-hmm. Big fan of that guy. Yeah. Head of Al Qaeda. Um, involved in the 9-11 planning. And we just said, you know what? Fuck that guy. Let's kill him. And then we did. It was awesome. Yes. And do you know how we killed him? Only because you tweeted it at me yesterday. Folks, if you haven't seen it, look it up right now. We killed this man with a knife missile. They they really made the... Uh... I'm not going to lie. I was kind of over everything Afghanistan related. I was just like, I'm just glad to be out of there. But the fact that the weapon we used to kill this guy was essentially a gigantic arrow shot from a drone made this kind of special in my heart. Oh, no, no. It, I mean, hilarious. It, we were talking about it. I've had second thoughts. This is way cooler than an arrow. This was a fan of knives that we launched from a robot. I did, I wish I could have... I mean, I don't want to see it, but I kind of want to see like what it would have looked like when it hit the guy. Like, it must have been pretty... It must have been I, I would watch that video. I would assume it was kind of funny. Just like the way... Because it was going at a very high velocity. With a lot of mass. Yeah, I mean, it's a goddamn missile. Yeah. And it had to be fucking impressive. And then, like, yeah, sure. Like, throw the 9-11 thing in there. I'm like, I mean, I'm sure, like, if there was a theater of of U.S. citizens, probably mostly from the New York area, uh, they probably would have found that very, very entertaining. You know what's funniest about this entire thing? That we can find people getting, like, viciously uh, destroyed uh, entertaining? Well, no, that's not very funny. That's just a sad state of affairs from where we're at. But I was going to say, Homeboy just, like, stepped out of his balcony, and the United States military just said, bet. I mean, that's kind of our best... Like, that's been our most effective uh, war tactic for about... When did Obama get in office? 2008. Oh, wait. What year is it now? 2022. So about 14 years, our best military tactic has been put a drone up there and see what happens. So I'm, so that's kind of where I'm at. Like, just a big win for the United States. A, we took out a a terrorist with known ties to to nine eleven. Always a always a win, always a win. But like, B, we didn't have to kill an entire square mile of brown people to do it this time. Yeah, I really appreciate the lack of collateral damage there. Big. That's a big win for us. That's a new thing. Like up. Like even earlier this year, we just we bombed an entire city to get one guy. We. It was wasn't it during the uh, Afghanistan evacuation that we killed an entire family by accident. Yes. <laughs> yes. We, we bombed a uh, a minivan, and they were like, "Well, we got the wrong. We got the wrong. Family. We got the wrong guy. We're sorry." Just trying to bring their kids to soccer practice. They're getting ready to head over to Qatar for the World Cup. Literally a family of eight that we just bombed. Drone stroke. All we had to do was issue uh, our bad, and that was that. 
give him a little Jeep wave while we're driving past in the drone. <laughs> yeah, the, uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean that song's off. I know when I'm when I'm having a rough day on the road. Just one guy in a Wrangler. Give me the old. How you doing? So yeah, no big win for us though. We we like all right. We clearly can't keep blowing up minivans full of of brown no. people. No, if, I mean if our plan for the future, knife missile if solution our plan for the future is to continue to use uh, the rather non-personal approach uh, of droning to to kill our enemies. I prefer it if we just did it that way. Because at least if we fuck up, too, it's one guy and not, you know, ten. Yeah, and it's, it's not going to explode. And, I mean, uh, not to get too logistical here with military and all that, but anytime you're you're running all of your intelligence off of, like, security cameras and hearsay, like, you're going to fuck up probably quite a bit. Yeah. It's not like we have a guy on the ground. It's like, yeah, this is definitely him. I'm gonna shoot him. Um, we we don't most of the time. This is entirely unrelated, but I'm looking at the uh, the FBI most wanted poster for this guy. Yeah, and all I keep thinking to myself is like, all right, that's clearly Tobias Fuque from Arrested Development in a very bad costume. Like, okay. The okay. man looks like a racist portrayal of an Islamist. But, you know, that's just what he is. Yeah, I mean, he's probably pretty racist. He probably doesn't doesn't appreciate uh, most people not Islamists. They also printed the photo of him on a toaster, so it's not exactly high quality. Mm, on a toaster? On a toaster. What's my million dollar idea, by the way? I want a toaster that you can take photos and it prints onto toast. Start your day with a picture of your loved ones that you're eating. I feel like Patrick... I personally think you should have to take a selfie with the toaster. Um, It'd really make bath time more fun. But I was told that you should just upload your photos from your phone to the toaster. Yeah. Got some issues that you're trying to work through? No, that's fine. Well, that's a relief. Big. Big. Ah, I'm trying to get the cost of the goddamn knife missile, but I can't find it. It's certainly in the billions. It certainly costs way too much. Yeah, I'm not going to... I mean, the individual missile didn't cost in the billions. The research on it probably did, but... Do you think Boeing made it? Um, maybe. Also, if you hear my house yell loud in a second, that's because uh, the door's going to open. Oh, good. Could also it's a modified Hellfire R9X. Cool. How do they not know? How do they, they, how do they not have a page on like how much it costs? Well, you, they probably don't want regular people looking at that when they're firing those off all the goddamn time. That's fair. 
that's kind of one of those things where, like, after, like, five years the military goes, like, yeah, like, all of our enemies probably have his blueprints, but we'll just give it to the public. That's got to be pretty new, though, because I'd never heard of that before. Yeah. Uh, I guess we used it in Syria a bunch, but we don't. I'm a, I'm a big fan of it. We don't want to talk about the, the Syria thing. Well, yeah. When, Syria went about as well as every other invasion we've had in the Middle East, so. I just think we should stop doing it. You'd think. But, you know, every now and then. Counterpoint. You gotta, you gotta... Counterpoint. We're due. Next one's got to go well. I mean, the, the I don't feel like, I mean, if we're talking about going well, I feel like the uh, the last one we did, like the first three or four years went pretty well. It was the next 16 that really bogged us down. <laughs> It's like when Jackie Bradley Jr. has a hot start. <laughs> Goes five for seven to open the year. Was that oh for two hundred the rest. It was that year he wasn't remember that year he was an all star in San oh. Diego and he, he oh, had yeah. a twenty nine game hitting streak and then the rest of the year he hit like one eighty five. Oh yeah. <laughs> I think the literal quote from uh, whoever the manager was of that team was just like, well, I couldn't have the guy that like had the longest hitting streak of the year not make the all-star team. That was the only reason he was on the all-star team. <laughs> it was like, well, that's, why, that's what happens when the all-star breaks in the middle of the year. We recognize this guy is not an all-star, but uh, also uh, could not have the all-star game without him. You know what? If he's going to be the best defensive outfielder of a generation, though, like, let him make a all-star game. Yeah, I mean, it's up there. He's up there with uh, Kiermaier and... Fuck, like, is he it? Is it, like, Bradley and Kiermaier? Probably. I'm sure I'm forgetting somebody that, that you know, people are going to go, you're a fucking idiot on. But in my defense, like, it's, it's the end of the day, and I've had a rather large margarita so far. So just relax. Well... Or there's going to be some nerd. There's going to be somebody who, out there who's like an absolute nerd. Who's like, I can't believe you didn't mention. And like this guy that plays like eight games here, but he's absolutely locked down the eight games here. Uh, technically, Mike Trout has more defensive runs saved or something like that. Some dumb shit like that. Fuck Mike Trout. Be more entertaining. Yeah, so we're, we, you're right. No, we are, our next Middle East invasion is due to be pretty pretty good for at least 29 days we got a month we got one good month to spend in a country of our choice egypt ain't riled up in a while they need some freedom that's that's fair (laughs) you know what i i kind of think we might we might be overdue for a nice uh eastern east asian invasion Mm -hmm. okay so like are like, well, where are you, what are you thinking? Like, are you thinking the the spot? You couldn't be thinking of the East Asia. No, not the big one. Well, actually, maybe the big one, depending on who you ask. I mean, Taiwan could get pretty spicy eventually. I mean, depending on who you ask, Taiwan is the big one. Exactly. That's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. Nancy Pelosi but... brought her cannons over there to uh, get that out out of the way. I think it is. 
honestly, I think Taiwan has all the ingredients of one of our little exercises. The only thing that would prevent it is that we'd be going against one of the two other superpowers of the world directly. We don't like doing that. We don't. We like picking on these rinky-dink little countries. Just well, trying to outlast them. We like going in countries that don't really have a stable government lately. True. But uh, there's not a lack of stable government out that, that direction. Well, we'd be going to try to keep a stable government in place. Yeah, yeah but I'm actually, like, actually, that's not that's not true. Uh, the the Taiwan government's hilarious. They have fist fights in their parliament all the goddamn time. I think we need more of that. Because there's a very big pro-China crowd in Taiwan. I'm sure there is. Um, and they have their own political party. And uh, when, they, when they pop off, they, they catch hands. Yeah, no, I mean, I think my, one of my favorite things to watch is when a British parliament gets rowdy. I'm not sure if you've ever seen those before, but it's it's pretty hilarious. Man, I I wish our Senate could fight. I wish our Senate could actually say what they're thinking. I think it'd be way funnier if, if people in there were just like, if they just blatantly called each other what they wanted to call them. I think we're I think we've gotten to that point, to be honest. No, no, no. We do it on Twitter, but they don't do it in person though. They don't oh, do it that's on funny. the mic. Well, no, actually, even then, things things have been spicy lately. Have they? Yeah, we've we've got people just like blatantly calling each other dumb. Oh, well. But like everyone's calling everyone dumb, and everyone might be dumb. I don't know. I don't know. I, I if you're if you're in Washington D.C., you're probably just naturally dumb. That's fair. No one with any real sense probably wants to be there. Like, you went there, even if you went there with good intentions, you went there and actually thought you could change things. You fucking idiot. But yeah, so potentially unstable government in a currently pro-democracy, pro-capitalist country that might be converted to communism. That has that, that has all the makings of one of our, our, our fun little excursions. And the economy's down. We could use a war. Oof. You're right. We're due. We need something to get get the boys back up and running. Let me just Google something real quick. When do you age out of the draft? 26. We're good. Let's do it. Yeah, no, we're ready to go. I'll send those cunts back to, back to uh, the jungle where they belong. Well, that seems uncalled for. I was talking about our guys. Wow. Yeah. Someone on the Pirates just had a fucking moonshot. Bounced off the roof of the bar in the outfield right into the river. Are they in Pittsburgh? Oh, yeah. Damn. It wasn't uh, Tyler, or not Tyler, no, but um, O'Neal Cruz, is it? Is he a big lefty? Buddy, how did you know that it was O'Neal Cruz? Because the Pirates have, like, one good baseball player, and his name is O'Neal Cruz, and all he does is hit bombs. Well, it's just, it's just kind of wild that I'm talking about this game and you know every player involved and you're not watching it. I, I'm actually playing MLB The Show right now. Um, the Pirates are my old team, dude. Like, I, I got, you know, I remember. 
Can you guess the pitcher that just gave up the bomb? Because I'll we're, be impressed. We're against Milwaukee? Yep. During the seventh inning. Seventh inning? Uh, oh, don't you dare tell me. Oh, no. No, I don't, I don't think so. Yeah, that's good. I'd be concerned if you could. Uh, some fuck named Suter. Yeah, I wasn't going to get that. No, I, would, I wouldn't want you to. I'd be concerned. If you can the... name middle relievers, just off the top of your head, what innings they pitch typically. From, from Milwaukee? From Milwaukee. Yeah, yeah that would have been bad. It is that time of year for me, though. Like, I'm, I'm right in the middle of baseball season, so I've, I've kind of got almost everyone's roster down. You wanna you wanna just hop into baseball? By the way, we we do have to talk trade deadline. Yeah, we can if you want to. Um, I w- I want to hear hear what you have to say. I mean, the big move, obviously, Juan Soto. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I'm not sure with the Juan Soto thing. I'm not sure if there's that much to be offered towards it that hasn't already been. Like, I did think it was funny. I. I was talking to a kid that roots for the Nationals uh, the day it happened, and he said they won the trade. I was like, that's a, that's a take, considering you traded a guy who's – I mean, I saw uh, Carabas calls him the next Ted Williams, or like the equivalent to Ted Williams. So I was like, all right, so you, you traded a guy that's that good, and you say you won. Um, all right. I, the only way you can justify that is knowing – he wasn't going to resign. Yeah, I. I you can you can convince yourself that you won the trade, if the other option is to get nothing. Yeah, but in that case, it's like it doesn't take a whole lot to win the trade if that's your that's your logic. Yeah, I'm just I'm telling you what I would be telling myself. I'm telling you what I told myself after we traded Mookie. Yeah, I mean the Mookie thing is still. Still kind of bothers me the way I get the love for Mookie, but I think he does get kind of a free pass on insisting he wasn't going to sign in Boston and then getting to LA and immediately signing. He's like, I'm going to wait till free agency. Then he got to LA and he was like, Yeah, never mind about that. Yeah, and he didn't even get his full worth in LA. But he also, I think the thing that, honestly, I think the thing that changed the Mookie thing was when he was in Boston. COVID wasn't a thing. And then as he was getting traded, I'm sure his agent was probably looking at just the likelihood of COVID. And he, and he was probably like, you might want to take some guaranteed money right now because we don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, but if that was the case, why not be like, yeah, you might want to take a, a one-year or two-year deal? To be fair, we... Yes, but also, I'm not sure if you remember, but when COVID kicked off, they were calling for like almost a mass extinction level when COVID happens. Well, at the same time, it was two weeks till it's over. Yeah, it was... What it, I mean, it's just been constantly conflicting reports, right? Like, I don't, I don't know. I'm trying to give the guy the benefit of the doubt while also saying, like, I don't really... I'm tired of the Mookie thing. Uh, I think... We will finally be able to put the Mookie thing to bed if Xander and Devers resign. Yes. If yeah. they don't, I think it just 
riles up a whole different point about the Mookie trade. I think, well, Devers for sure needs to resign. The Xander thing is going to come down to, I mean, I think we talked about it a while ago, but he initially had wanted like almost 30 a year. And I don't think that's going to stick anywhere after the season he's had so far. Um, but if you let him walk for like, and he ends up signing for like 23 a year somewhere or 24 or even 25, I think people are going to be pretty, pretty annoyed. So if you do that, you better get something like just as good. But also, I'm also going to say this culture matters and knowing that, you know, guys are going to get re-signed matters. So I wouldn't just let him walk over a couple million a year. Yeah, I mean, if you're, if two of the best three players in this generation, and not even just this generation, in franchise history, get traded or walk and don't re-sign here, it sets a bad precedent for, for Devers. And it sets a bad precedent for who's going to be the next guy, Cassis? Um. Yeah, he seems to be I I think did I send you the August twentieth thing? Yep. Yeah. I mean he seems to be the next guy here in about, you know, two weeks. For those that don't know, uh Cassis should be here I think somewhere around August twentieth because that's when he he'll be able to play games here and then still be eligible for rookie of the year next year, which will if he wins it, or I think if he plays his top three, the Red Sox get uh, an extra draft pick, which we all know that this this uh, new group is all into. So, if we, I would assume sometime around August 20th, Cassis will be here. But you're right. Like, if they don't re-sign Devers, why would they re-sign Cassis, regardless of how good he is? You're just you're admitting that you're you're not in the well. That's not even true. That's not even true because I was gonna say we're admitting that you're just gonna be the small market money team, but we gave that fucking Trevor Story deal. Yeah, no, I mean, what you're really trying to figure out right now is like what the vision is. And like, don't get me wrong, I I that came out aggressive. I like the Trevor Story deal. I like that we did that. I love it. No, I'm not. Um, I'm just trying to figure out like. What what are we doing? The reason I think they'll go get they'll go resign Devers especially, and they'll make a significant push for Bogarts, and if not Bogarts, they'll go get another piece. You like the equivalent talent, um, is because of that deal. I'm like, you're not going to sign a guy for six years to that money, and then be like, okay, we're going to suck for the next three years. Like, what's the point? I'm like, oh, you're going to have a guy come to him in Boston when he didn't call it like really good and be on a shitty team like what's the point of that doesn't make yeah. any sense so that's why I, I have a reasonable amount of confidence in the organization that something good is going to come of this uh but as far as like i feel like we've got a little sidetracked here but as far as the actual deadline moves go um my opinion is that like this I don't know, like, we were, te- we were texting about it. I think you hit the nail on the head with Diekman with addition by subtraction. Uh, losing Vasquez sucks, but it looks like the two prospects they got, 
definitely can hit. It's a matter of where they're going to play. And getting Hosmer for nothing is pretty fucking cool. And you're not paying him anyway. And we got two low-level prospects that have potential. Yeah, I mean, I think... Along with paying Hosmer nothing. I think you're slightly better than you were uh, two weeks ago, and you're getting healthier as we speak, even though Brian Bella has a strain growing. But Rich Hill came out today and gave up four off the bat, so he probably wouldn't win that game anyway. I mean, Rich Hill was never going to be a long-term solution for for the rotation this year. He was supposed to be a stopgap until Sale got back. And then Sale comes back, instantly gets hurt again. Uh, Paxton might be dead. Haven't heard shit about that guy. Uh, Paxton just threw a simulated uh, game for two innings today. Oh, good, good. So, so that puts him, what, a month out? month and a half? Probably looking at September. I would assume September for him. Best case scenario, September for Sale. I mean, you're basically trying to another month where you're trying to tread water with the guys you have, which has been the whole year. The whole year has been trying to tread water. So let me throw out some points here. Right now, this team, we're getting healthier. We're getting guys back. Uh, Kike's coming back soon, right? Mm. No? No, probably not. No. That's unfortunate. But... but we're, you know, we're getting pieces back. Arroyo's back. And he's been- Arroyo's back. We have an actual outfield. The one one that can hit and field. Yep. You have um, actual first base crew too. Actual first baseman. It's not a it's not a defensive liability and a liability at the plate. We're getting average play from bo- at, on both sides. However, there's still a gap in the rotation. Ivaldi looked good in his last start, but his velocity's down, mm-hmm. which is going to catch up to him at some point. Mm-hmm. This team still lacks elite hitting right now. Um, uh, well, I mean, other than Devers, yeah. Do you feel good about this team? I am in the same spot with this team as I was probably at the start of the losing streak. Where it's like, yeah, if they get in, maybe. Because you shorten the rotation up. And it's like, I don't think the lineup's that bad if they get in. Because then Story and Cassis would be here. But I also wouldn't be surprised if they don't get in. So if you get in, do you shorten the rotation to Evaldi, Paxton, Pivetta, Cutter? I'd have to see what Paxton can do first. I mean, what's the other option? I, you're you're going to hate me. Uh, I feel like Bayo might have found something the last, uh, last outing he was out there. He he's showed, had he's had one good start. Yes, but also like you need stuff that can strike people out, and uh, it's certainly not Winkowski. And I've honestly, 
I'm I'm excited to see Winkowski out of the bullpen. Yes, because he hit um, he hit like 98 out of there in the fall league last year. So I, I think he he could be exactly what the bullpen needs, but yeah, no, he does not have it as a starter. I feel like him out of the bullpen is cool because you get two or three. You can get two out of him. You can get two out of Whitlock. You can get two out of Howe. I mean, you could have a guy go three innings. He'd be fine. So yeah, but then you're fucked the next game. Sure, but like... Because, so, like, name another reliever that you trust. <laughs> we did we did that game uh, last the other night, or last night, and it, it ended up working out. Um, no, the Red Sox are in the same spot they were weeks ago when they started the losing streak, where they get in, it could be fun. They also might not even get close. I kind of want to put a put a bet in that they finish exactly 500, because this is the most exactly 500 team I've ever seen. That's mm, pretty. Yeah, it's pretty, pretty, pretty much a 500 team. Like every time I get excited, there's something to be like, this team sucks ass. Yeah, it's um, it's pretty maddening, honestly. Today I was ready to be like really excited. Um, even though Hill gave up four, Bayo came in and he looked electric. And then he had a a double off of him where I don't even know how the third baseman wasn't on the line. Ends up being a double on a cheap ground ball. And then uh, another very cheap ground ball that does not leave the infield. And then he has ended up having a pole groin. And I was like, this, this is bullshit. This whole thing is bullshit. Like, every time I gain slight happiness, this, the Red Sox take it from me. Yeah, I mean, we've already done that. That's what happened with Sale. He came in, had a, had a good start. The next one immediately gives up some cheap runs and breaks his finger. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, the God, it's frustrating because you, you see the pieces. You're like, yeah, this is going to be – this is the team. Like, you can see this team taking shape, and then, like, something happens. But it's not just one thing either. It's like a bunch of things happen. I will say I like Tommy Pham, though. I've I've, yeah, I mean, uh, I love a guy who's going to smack someone in the mouth. Two games of Tommy Pham have been, offensively at least, have been fun to watch. He runs he's, a, he's scored a run in both of them, right? He No, not today, but today he roped double. Okay. And like, but it was a hustle double. It was a like he didn't have to be there. He could have easily just taken a big turn at first and gone back. He was like, "No, nah, I'm taking that." Yeah, I mean, he's fast as hell. Yeah, I've I've enjoyed watching him hit. I think he's a good good pickup. I also think that his, I'd love to see him in a game against the Yankees where there's gen, genuine stakes because I I think he could really get in. He'd either get eaten alive by Yankee Stadium or he'd completely embrace it and devour that city. Oh, I mean, he's he's gonna fight someone—a fan, a player, a coach. Yeah, I'm all in on that though. I feel like they haven't had a guy like that in a while. He might dig up Zimmer just to throw him down, like uh, Pedro did. I feel like even a guy as strong as Tommy Pham is gonna need at least somebody to help him get Zimmer out of the ground. <laughs> Surely he's lost some weight by now. <laughs> uh. God, that's gonna be a messy carcass. Oh God! Peace, rest in peace, Don Zimmer. But find find the salad bar, dude. You can do it. 
Oof. Go to that place that Look, your compass doesn't point towards. You got it. There are uh, ain't many other podcasts that are fat shaming dead guys, so. There's got to be at least a few out there. I'm sure some of the guys I've listened to are for sure fat shamed dead guys. Do you want to throw some shots at Taft while we're at it? Uh, he got stuck in a bathtub. Yeah, that's world famous. I don't think he needs any. Yeah, I mean, like, when I think of fat guys, that's the first guy that comes to mind. Was Taft one of the guys? No, I feel like Taft was hitting way out of his league when he was dating, right? When we looked at the first lady. When we, when we power ranked the first ladies. <laughs> I can't remember. I can't remember. No, I mean, he was hitting out of his league, but his league's goddamn little league. Yeah, no, he's he's Florida Coast League for sure, if he's in any league at all. Yeah, no, because Woodrow Wilson had the, I think he came right after her, right after him, and his his young lady was uh, an identical twin of him, which was concerning. Mm. But there's incest used to be big back in the day. Yeah, no, back back in the day, it was like how close can you get to being a sister that you can also fuck? And I mean, incest porn isn't even like that new of a thing. It's just there's now the internet. Honestly, we, we, we made it better by adding the word step in there. No, usually it just used to mean your your actual sister. Yeah. Yeah, we don't need any of that. Really changed. We really changed the game by by making it so unacceptable. What we did was we built we built towns, just bringing people together. We said, you know what? I think we need to go outside the box here and date your neighbor that you're not related to. <laughs> what a concept! I'm just happy we got there. I don't. We didn't need to. We really, we all could have been doing the same thing and just hoping the baby came out slightly less retarded than the last one. But. Man, this Pirates game is kind of electric. The Pirates play an entertaining brand of baseball that inevitably ends up with them losing, but it'll, it's going to be fun. I've it's, watched. It's 7-7 right now, and I, I tuned in. It was like 3-3. I've watched more than enough Pirates baseball in my life. Uh, but they, they'll they'll throw some classics up there for you. Good stuff. I love it. Um, so I've got something on, on my itinerary right now. It just says new pillows, and I have no clue what that's supposed to mean. New pillows. Have you Googled it? Have you, no. No? Because it, I, if it has anything to do with the my pillow guy, I'm going to shoot myself. We're not talking my pillow guy. I also have soy sauce, but I know what that one's about. I don't care. I don't care if you're pro my pillow guy, anti my pillow guy. I don't want to talk about my pillow. That's all. If I go to my parents' house, my dad, my dad's big my pillow guy. <laughs> no. If, if you're if you're pro my pillow guy, you've got some. Life choices to reevaluate. Dad's sixty something years old. He's he's evaluated all those life choices. Like you can be like a pro Trump guy. Yeah, that that one I I I won't agree, but I'll understand. 
if you're pro my pillow guy, you're just pro people who are pro what you think. Yeah, I mean that's that's just being that that's what being like over sixty means. The goddamn monopoly man's trying to sell you a pillow. You're like, yeah, fuck yeah. Yeah, no, but he's like he, but he agrees with them. That's what that's that's what that's all about. Right. I also have on here with absolutely zero context. Space race into the ocean. I I can't believe you were like, yeah, I've got an itinerary. Here's the itinerary. No context on any of these notes. Oh yeah, no. I I mean I I told you in our little preamble before the show, none of it made sense. It's all outdated. When you said that, I thought you were like, we've already run through that news cycle. I didn't think you meant like, yeah, I have no fucking clue what this little obscure note was. <laughs> when you when you tell me the itinerary is outdated, I just assume like, oh, like he needs like new news articles. There's no fucking articles attached here. This is just all. You're just as lost as I am. Hey, 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 hey. There are some things left that we can talk about that I know about, but I want to talk about the space race into the ocean. Why not? Let's get to the bottom of the trench. Is that what it's about? Maybe. If it's about getting to, we need to, because we know more about space than we do about, or we know more about the moon than we do about the ocean. I think we've seen more of the moon in person than we have the ocean. Look, I Googled it. Space race into the ocean. And I got I got a hit. What do you got? There's a Mashable article called Why We Need a Space Race to the Bottom of the Sea. I'm not going to read it. That's for nerds. But God, there's some cool shit out down there that we could use. Make an, make an audible book of the article. Yeah, if I will pay someone to come read this for me. That's I think we just got to the bottom of newspapers. If you could download every day uh like an audible of the like the New York Times, would you listen to the New York Times? No. Mm, okay, never mind then. No. I, I have to go find the thing that I want to hear more about. I oh man, like- there's some cool article or cool pictures in this thing. Some cool submarines. Some deep sea manta rays. Man, if we get to the bottom of the Mariana Trench before the, the Chinese or the Russians, I think I think we win. We win Earth. It is we ours. Don't have, we don't even have to beat them because we're not going to believe them if they do get there. Well, that's fair. We can just say fake news. We literally don't even have to beat them there. Shout out the time that we lost most of the space race. Just got to the moon first and said, all right, we win. We literally went 0-16 and said, no, 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 no. We still get to go to the Super Bowl, and then we won the Super Bowl. It's like when, it's like when you're playing pickup and your mom calls you, and you say, all right, next basket wins, even though you're getting your ass kicked, and you like make a hook shot that really is just a prayer. And that's how we won. It, you know what it really was? It was... And that ended the Soviet Union. It was literally the prequel to... Team USA versus Team Russia. True. Because we got our ass kicked every time we played Russia. And then we, we beat them that one time when it really mattered. Look, I'm I'm only skimming this article, but famed Queen guitarist Brian May is somehow involved. Are we sending Brian May to the bottom of the ocean? Surely there's someone better to send to the bottom of the ocean. I don't know, man. 
maybe maybe the, the ocean needs some sick guitar. Didn't they say they found aliens up on the ocean? Maybe. Probably. That's where I'd be if I was an alien. I read a bunch of weird headlines. I, I just see the headline and I go, that's interesting, and then I move along. Oh, there's Ocean X, which is probably related to SpaceX. It'd be kind of funny if some other guy was just like, what are we going to name our program? I'm like, well, Elon must name his SpaceX. Like, hear me out. Hear me out. Ocean X. And the whole board was like, yeah, absolutely. You got to fucking do that. Yeah, for sure. I'm not even reading. I'm just looking at names at this point. But Jeff Goldblum is involved now. Of course he is. Why wouldn't he be? Mm-hmm. Life, uh, Find a way. Uh, that's a that's a really interesting uh, whale you got there. Uh. <laughs> it's uh, it's real big. That yeah. is uh, that's one big pile of sharks. <laughs> what a unit of sharks! <laughs> I often keep my sharks in a pile. I mean, I'm sure this article is super interesting. I'm just not reading it. Yeah, I I don't know. Like like the ocean, like we still haven't gotten to the bottom of it yet. Like, let's go. We let's go. Basically... To be fair, do you know the kinds of pressures involved at that depth? Yeah, it's insane. Oh yeah. I feel like it says a lot about us, though. That it's it. It's probably just human nature, but we were way more willing to go. We're literally trying to go to Mars right now, but it's like the idea of going to the bottom of our own ocean is fucking ridiculous. Well, that's the thing. It's fucking easier to go to Mars. Yeah, it's easier to get through our atmosphere and then get into space than it is to go to the bottom of the ocean. You just need to keep a vessel that'll like stay together in a vacuum. That's easy. We do that all the time. To withstand pressure? No, we don't do that. Oh, I... mm. It is an unfathomable amount of pressure at the bottom of the ocean. I understand. Have you ever been to, like, the bottom of, like, a 12-foot pool? Hell yeah. It's fucking a lot. It's a lot of pressure. Yeah. You can still see the top. Easily. I remember going down. I was I was doing quite a bit of swimming, and I was I was down at the bottom of the twelve foot pool, and I was like, "This is no fun at all." It's like my head hurts. And then I went in the ocean, and I was in about eight foot of ocean water, and uh, that was also no fun because there were sharks off the coast. I'd have been out there. All right, I'm gonna hit you with the the, the last thing that I actually am prepared to talk about. Oh, boy. oh, no, no, no. We got two things. I'm sorry. The first one, Tamsworth Distilling in New Hampshire. They made national news this, this month, I guess, at this point, because they started turning their green crabs into whiskey. Green crabs being an invasive species, uh, but just not something I want in whiskey. Like 
green crabs, like the shellfish? Y- yes. RNA? You know, like a crab. Yeah, no. I but thought, in whiskey form. I thought maybe it might be grass, but why would it be grass? Not even is not even is it crab whiskey that I wouldn't try. I'm not drinking any whiskey made in New Hampshire. Oh, it's just it's not a prototypical whiskey environment. Um, I don't know if I agree with you on that. I feel like there's enough mountains there to make whiskey whiskey good. The 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 problem is we. We're too cold for too long to get the the kind of environment you need. Get the contrast, the expanding and contrasting in the wood that you need regularly. Get all those those fun spores out in the air. I don't know, man. Whiskey's hard. There's a reason why only two states in America do it particularly well. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. I've been to both those states. They're both beautiful states. Yeah. yeah. You've never been to Nashville or, excuse me, you've never been to Tennessee and Kentucky and or Kentucky. Go. We make better whiskey than you. It's just, oh. it's a fact. It's, it's, it just is what it is. Except that batch you tried to give me one time. Was not good at all. Yeah, probably. My bad. Had expired some somehow. You had whiskey that had expired. Oh yeah, yeah. I had it in the decanter. I don't know what happened to it. It did not age well. It's not supposed to happen to whiskey, but it's fine. I just stopped using the decanter, and now my whiskey's fine. And I'm gonna go pour myself a big old glass of it when we're done. I have a decanter, and I don't. I don't use. I don't use it. It's just kind of one of those things that you're supposed to just show people. Be like, hey, I'm classier than you. Yeah, I mean, I feel like it's one of those things that has to be constantly refilled, too. Oh, yeah. And And it's it's a bitch to clean. Are you supposed to clean it? Uh, I mean, I tried to clean mine after I had the gross whiskey in it. Yeah, I can see that. It's not easy. You want to do that. I mean, if you're just sucking it down and refilling it, you're probably fine. Alcohol will clean it good enough. Yeah. But. Yeah. Oh, I forgot about the big thing that you wanted to talk about tonight. It was that not crab whiskey? It was not crab whiskey. Because I was trying to figure out like what we were texting about earlier today that you had takes on. And uh, I, I, it's a it's a topic you've been rather riled up about for well since I feel like since it broke, but since the discipline came out. I, oh, Deshaun Watson! I completely forgot about that. Yeah, and I know the other thing you want to talk about, but I, I don't want to go out on Deshaun Watson. So I'd rather talk about Deshaun and then get to the last one. I think I know the last thing you want to talk about, but. <laughs> It's not Alex Jones, I'll tell you that much. Yeah, I mean, Alex Jones is only is only fun when he's funny. Yeah, but he's never trying to be funny. 
Yeah, that doesn't mean he's not funny, though. Actually, no. I thought he's been very funny this week. That's fair. The only thing I have to say on Alex Jones right now is if you haven't been paying attention to his trial, just go like read some tweets about it because it's very funny. He he uh, essentially went on his show. I'm pretty sure he just did a podcast with a, he, um, Michael Malice, who's essentially an anarchist. But he he has already been found gu- guilty of defamation. Went on his show, defamed the defendants in that that trial, or the plaintiffs in that trial, um, and then went back into the courtroom immediately after to go claim that he never defamed those people. I love that move. Um, I love good love, stuff love, from Alex Jones this week. Love, love, love that move. Uh, but no, Deshaun Watson got six games for 24 counts of sexual assault. The NFL, so the the big thing to understand here is that this is the first punishment handed out under the new policy that was included in the collective bargaining agreement where Roger Goodell does not have all the power. There's a former U.S. judge, Sue Robinson, who determined one that Watson did act inappropriately. He, she did find him guilty for all intents and purposes here. But she used previous examples of NFL uh, discipline to only give him six games. The NFL has now appealed, looking to suspend him indefinitely, and I don't think they have a leg to stand on. And I'm not a Deshaun guy. I think he's an absolute scumbag. I want him to be suspended for all time. But the NFL can't look around and say, oh, we care so much about sexual assault. When the goddamn Washington football team commander's organization, top to bottom, has been found guilty. Of, of sexual assault from Dan Snyder all the way down to the, to the front office staff. And they haven't done shit about it. Congress is taking care of that before the NFL is. Uh, my only question is I thought they only graded Deshaun off of, I know he had 24 civil suits against him, but I thought there were only six cases that were reviewed in the disciplinary case. There were actually only four reviewed in the disciplinary case. Um, so the the I'm not, NFL. I'm not, I'm not advocating for him. I just wanted to make sure though. So the, the the NFL went forward with the four strongest cases, established a pattern, and then basically said, "Yeah, he did this with the other twenty as well." Okay. Um, okay. Well. I did see some interesting quotes. One from Ben Roethlisberger, I believe, who said... Oh, good. The expert on getting yeah. disciplined for I'm sexual violence. Reasonably certain Roethlisberger said he should be suspended from the league. Which, always an interesting take from a guy that... It's like when OJ has takes about true, true crime podcasts. Yeah. No, I mean, well... If anyone knows anything about you know being backed into a corner, it's Ben Roethlisberger. Oh, yeah. 
you know? No, I, I honestly Hudson. hadn't seen that. That's delightful. Maybe backing someone else into a corner with Ben Roethlisberger. Uh, Roethlisberger's pulling the, uh, he's the born-again Christian thing, right? Like he's, yeah, he's stopped like, masturbating. Is that part of his gig? I don't know. He he claimed that he's a whole new man since he stopped beating his meat. I'd much rather just have the guy that comes out and says, like, I did a lot of, sh- like, I've done fucked up things. Like, you know, I'm sorry. And then I work on being better. Oh, yeah. I mean, you can't trust a guy who doesn't jerk his jerk himself off every now and then but the guy that's like oh that was the old me the new me is this it's like I'd rather just have the guy be like yeah no I've done some pretty fucking shit look I get what you're saying I guess I can't talk enough about how Ben's explanation for why he wasn't a great person for a while is that he was too busy masturbating yeah also I don't know how that makes you a worse person by the way you'd think it'd make him less horny I feel like that would clear your head I feel like yeah. constantly just be clear like clear head it made him a much worse quarterback, if you're wondering. I wasn't, but... Oh, yeah. I mean, Ben at the end was terrible. I just assumed that was old age, because I saw his arm just dying. But that could have been because he wasn't jerking it every day. Look, I mean, you know, we, we can't blame old age on anything anymore when, when Tom's still doing it, 45 years old today. Yeah, Tom Brady might actually just be sacrificing young women and children to... Uh an altar and you know to ensure he stays in the field that's fair i'm also pretty sick i'm i'm not sick of tom brady i'm just sick of patriot fans still being hung up on tom brady now that you've brought him up because i was thinking about that today because i saw another person like sucking his dick today it's like he's been gone for it'll be his third year now like just let it go yeah, I mean, you're going to see him every other year when he comes out for a 10th anniversary. Just enjoy him then. He actively has been going out of his way to not play for you. He has been since he was playing for you. Yeah, no, he tried to not play for you when he, when he was already here. He wanted to own a rival franchise while he was your quarterback. Yeah, yeah, no. He talked about it. He wanted to leave. He didn't want to. He didn't want to stick through it and and figure it out with you. He wanted to be a part of another franchise, no, own another franchise, and be the quarterback there. Not just own another a franchise. He wanted to own the Miami Dolphins, a division rival. I feel like that. I think I, Tom Brady hates you. I think that kind of exonerates Bill a little bit too, because it's like, oh yeah, Bill's gotten a lot of shit for like. How could you quit on Tom? It's like, uh, did he, did he, I feel like that might've been mutual at least. I, I think Tom Brady hates you. Also, there's a kid at this, this pirates game who has a goalie glove instead of like a, a baseball glove and it's adorable and I love him. Yeah, that's always cool. It's a good move. Love a good hockey guy at the ballpark, particularly when they're like seven. It's Pittsburgh, too, so hockey town. Oh, yeah. Shit. Well, hockey town. Shit, shit town, though. Well. Yeah, I mean, I, I wouldn't want to live in Pittsburgh. Did live in Pittsburgh. Went back and visited. It was uh, pretty depressing. My goddamn coaster keeps getting stuck to the bottom of my glass. 
Sounds like a humidity problem. Uh, more of a condensation. There, there's still ice in the glass. Mm. But yeah, no, just, just not good stuff. Keeps, I keep dropping it on me. Mm. Anyway, we were talking about Deshaun Watson, and we did that for like two seconds. <laughs> yeah, no, we're bad at staying on topic. Um, yeah, no, I guess I don't. I don't think what I think is going to happen is the NFL is going to suspend him indefinitely. He's going to sue the NFL with the help of the NFLPA. Uh, what I want to know what happens while he's suing the league, I believe he would still be suspended. And if he wins the suit, which I think he would, he would get back pay. I have a hard but I don't know. Seeing him win the suit when a judge has already ruled what the deal is. Yes, but a judge also ruled what the discipline is supposed to be. Um, and again, the NFL does not care about sexual crimes. They his, don't throw any crime. His punishment was already set based on previous NFL precedent. And there is someone with active sexual assault allegations as an owner, and nothing has happened. I think Deshaun will win his lawsuit. Which owner is this? Dan Snyder. Oh, is he still an owner? Yeah. I thought he got kicked out already. No, they haven't even talked about it. He hasn't, there has been no discipline to Dan Snyder. That's kind of. That's borderline hilarious. But also, and like he's he was out hiding in his yacht because he didn't want to have to deal with Congress. He finally agreed to come testify on the culture he has raised in that commander's organization. Well, I mean, at least but the changed. NFL is just not taking care of that. At least he changed the name, though. You know. True. <laughs> They're like, look, we know, we know about the culture in your organization, but if you change the name, we can make this go away for a little bit. And then just a whole bunch of other allegations came out, as they would. I mean, look, it's never one, right? Like when the wheels fall off. It's like you're never just going to have like one allegation. You're going to have a bunch. But he he made the cheerleaders perform topless at things. Like he's harassed his own employees. He's just he's a disgusting, vile human being. Yes. Who for the uh, tried his hardest to just live on his yacht instead of coming back to America and dealing with this. Yes. He could theoretically still just live on the yacht. No, he did testify in Congress, or is testifying in Congress. I don't know which one. Well, he could have. He could have literally never come back. True. He could have. You can't can't extradite a guy from international waters. He could have just moved all of his money to a Swiss bank account and just lived. And then he would have, he probably would have been made into a meme, honestly, by the end of it. Probably. If I had like, to where in the world is Matt Lauer? If 
fire. Honestly, it'd be a very good comparison based on their sex crimes. Matt, is that the guy from NBC? Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah. Quite a bit of that going around lately. Yeah. Fellas, fellas. I don't know. I'm talking to guess you. Ladies, you can skip forward about a minute. Fellas, stop doing sex crimes. Yeah, you can just not do them. It's, it's real. I don't do sex crimes every day. It's pretty, it's pretty wild that you wake up and you look outside and you go, you know what I'm not going to do today? Sex crimes. Sex crimes. Yeah. No, it's real simple. Pretty, pretty wild. If you, if you feel like you got a hankering to do some sex crimes, just uh, give yourself a little pinch. Just be like, nope, we're not going to do that. A little pinch on the arm. It'll sting a little bit. And you'll be like, oh, yeah, no, that was a dumb idea. Let's not do that. If it's super aggressive, maybe you got to rub one out real quick. Yeah, just kick off. Just not in front of a lady, though. Yep. Just in, in the comforts of your own bedroom by yourself. Worst case scenario, there's a, I mean, you're not supposed to do this, but there's a, there's a, probably a restroom. You're not supposed to do this. I, 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 I urge this, but there will be a restroom at whatever establishment you're at. If it's, True. If, just... if it's that or public indecency, you know, just get it out. Just don't show your penis to people who don't want to see your penis. And also no one wants to see your penis. If they do, they'll tell you. True. They'll let you know. Consent is cool. It it makes life a lot easier. Makes it makes it a ton easier. We're big consent guys. Don't go anywhere without it. True. Don't go in anywhere without it. Ooh, I see what you're doing there. Yep. Talking about giners. Hey, 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 hey! This isn't a this isn't a straight only podcast. That's true. Could be talking about buttholes. Could be. You need consent for buttholes as well. Consent for all of it. I guess you can go in dick holes too. From uh. Nope, nope. We're not doing that. Some, some... We are not doing that. I've, I'm I've stopping you right some there. Dark, some dark rabbit holes. Oh, buddy. I just assumed you watched the last season of The Boys. I've, I did. Uh, I enjoyed it. Unfortunately, that, you know, it, it enters the imagination. And uh, I don't like what I've seen, man. Don't like it. All right. Do you... Uh... Do you want to wrap this up with uh with the one last thing I I, I know what we're going to talk about? I hope I know. I hope I, I think I know what it is. I'm pretty sure I do. Oh, buddy, it has to do with Australia. I thought it was New Zealand. Oh, it might be New Zealand. Are they not the same thing? No, actually, they're different. Oh, gross. They they are pretty offended actually when you mix them when you mix them up. Yeah, but they're Australian, so who cares? Like they don't fucking sound the same. Well, they do to me. It's the same thing. I I do it with the Brits too, and they're always like, "Oh, do you always sound like that?" It's like, "Yeah, you all sound poor. <laughs> Get over it." Anyway, the fuck over it. 
either Australia or New Zealand. Um, a koala research institution called Dreamworld, I guess, uh, spent $2.7 million in government funding for koalas who are riddled with chlamydia, mind you. <laughs> they spent $2.7 million on koala research to build a roller coaster. I can't believe Supreme Court's done this. This is a fucking mess. Wait, what happened? Oh, can you not hear me? No. Well, sure that you can, because I just said that, and you said no. Yeah, well, you said the Supreme Court's doing something. Oh, well, you made that joke about, about chlamydia and roller coaster, and I immediately took that to reproductive rights, because, you know, that's true. I've been in America for the last, you know, a while. That joke fell flat. Look, that's all that matters. Look, you can get chlamydia without reproducing. Just don't leave it in there too long. Is that how, is that, how that works? If you just oh, yeah. take it out early, if you just take it out early, you can't get it. Well, no, you can still get chlamydia. You just have a lesser chance of having a baby. Right, 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 right. Sorry. I would say a majority of encounters that lead to chlamydia do not lead to babies. Um, I wouldn't know. I'd love to, I'd love a study though. Well, did you have a kid when you had chlamydia? Have I made that story public? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> no, it's up there. I mean, I was making a joke. Yeah, but you got an abortion, so it's fine. Uh, I see what you did there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, 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 uh, no, uh, fetuses, fetuses or unborn, unborn cells or whatever you want to call them were harmed in the making of that chlamydia. <laughs> just, <laughs> just, just my dick. <laughs> Just me, kids. Just me. Oh, man. Uh, pirates just walked it off. Good for them. Good for them. Season under, not hitting it. So we'll have to wait, we'll have to wait that one out. Brian Reynolds hit it, if you're wondering. I got a callback after that, too, which is hilarious. Oh, good. Yeah, which, which would tell me that I said no, obviously. But I was like, wow, you can get that checked out. Yeah, no, you you can't go back in the well after that one. No, you gotta just you know, I know it's I know it's dry over here, but better than getting whatever that is all over me. It's not like that's the last one she can pick up from anyway. No, I'm 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 sure sure there was plenty more plenty more out there in the field to harvest. She's out there trying to collect them all like goddamn Pokemon. As you would, you know. I mean, if you get one, you might as well get them all. I got no hard feelings. Well, you had a hard feeling at first, am I right? 
There was one. There was there was one. Talking about a boner. Needed that to get there, I'll tell you what. True. If you get chlamydia without a boner, more power to you. Shout out, James. Yeah, oh. He's not even here to defend himself. <laughs> no, <I'm> he's not. <laughs> How dare you. <laughs> Folks, I want to go on record. James has never had chlamydia or any other STDs. Someone he's a good, he's a good the, fellow. Someone tuned out at the hour 20 mark, and they don't know that. Oops. Uh, they were like, yeah, well, well, that's crazy. They went into work. That's when the car shut off. It's fine. The only person who listens to this that even knows who James is is Horny Mike. And he's horny. He's got he's riddled with chlamydia. Literally came out and chose so much violence in the last five minutes here. Oh yeah. I mean, not just violence. I've just I'm I've accused like three fifths of my friends of having chlamydia. Yeah. And only one of them is here to defend themselves. It's it's me. It not is you. One. Well, keep it in your pants, you sluts. I mean, I think I've, I think I've got that down. No. Oh, so they they poured a cooler over the guy who uh, who hit the walk off home run, but they didn't take all the water bottles out of it, and one definitely hit him in the head. Yeah, I mean, you collateral damage when you play for the Pittsburgh Pittsburgh Pirates. That's fair. It wasn't Kevin Newman that hit it, was it? Nope, Reynolds. I forgot whatever his yeah, first name Brian, was. Brian Reynolds. Brian Reynolds. Yeah, that makes sense. Did he hit a walk off? Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. Home run. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Real big shot. Lefty or righty? Uh, lefty. Damn, I must have looked majestic. Oh yeah, immediate bat flip right after. Good for like, him. Like he knew, he knew. Yeah, he's a good hitter. They're working on signing him to extension. I don't think they're going to. Socks. Um, depends on what they do with Redugo. They're pretty similar. Mm, I don't know how I feel about Doogie lately, so we'll leave it at that. Yeah, Doogie's been weird this year. I guess Ronald his more his entire personality does not hit the same when he does not produce. Well, it's kind of like Duran, right? Because Duran's got a lot of fuck you energy, but if you're not like hitting, like well, D- Verdugo would at least go after a ball. So, mm, yeah, I, I, yeah, that, that moment pissed me off as well. I guess the argument they tried to make was that he didn't know it was gone or wasn't gone. And I was like, how can't you see the white ball behind you? And then oh, he's, anyway, then he I'm said sure he, that roller coaster was awesome. Yeah. Then he said he, he didn't want to bump into Verdugo. So I was like, so which one is it? Like he, did he not know it was a home run, or or wasn't a home run, or did he not want to bump into Verdugo? Well, I think when you're getting your dick beat in, you're already pretty demoralized. You you let a ball go over your head, it yeah. doesn't go out, and you're like, I, well, I'm not getting that. Well, they weren't at that point, which is why it was more frustrating. Again, they were losing, but it wasn't like that bad. I don't know. The Verdugo thing is is. Or not Verdugo, but the Durant thing is frustrating because his legs make you want to. His skill set makes you want to hold on to that player 
but holy shit, could you at least hit 250 and catch the ball? Yeah, I mean, and my my whole thing with Verdugo is like take one chain off if you're not going to hit. Yeah, no, Doogie's got a lot of chains for a guy that's hitting 260. With no walks, by the way. Yeah, no, he's, he's, he's just, he's not doing shit. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, we'll see. I like, but to answer your question, I like Brian Reynolds. But I don't know if they, they go after a guy with that skill set as long as they have Verdugo and Duran in the outfield right now. But I don't know, Rafael might change that. The kid from they got they got from Houston might change that. I don't know. Valdez. So we'll see. He he hit a home run today. He did. You know, I think I was texting you about him yesterday. Big fan of him. Also, yeah. quick note on that. I just wanted to say like prospect rankings are fucking stupid, by the way. So if you're making trades mid year and, and you're hung up on a prospect ranking that was made you know in, in February before the season started first of all don't be and second of all don't be afraid to check that stat sheet because depending on what level they're at you can learn a lot by you know how they're hitting how many walks they have how many strikeouts they have you know that's the type of stuff you gotta look at just use your use your noggin kids like you're smarter than that well you're probably not because you're boston fans but you know you could be if you wanted to be if you didn't want to just listen to the radio you'd be smarter than that all right well that's all they have for us so uh that's a good let's wrap this sucker up i'm i'm down for that uh the the last the last remote pregame beer podcast until the only in-person pregame beer podcast. We might get another one in October, but don't hold your breath for it. Yeah, who knows what happens in October? Who even knows what happens tomorrow? Who are That's we true. To... I could die tomorrow. Who are we to get greedy? Like my entire body's just falling apart all of the time. So if I just if I'm dead tomorrow, like don't be surprised. I'm one brisk uh, shuffle at the grocery store away from a torn Achilles. I'm one slightly unpleasant email from just collapsing. That's a convenient way of saying you're going to overdose on pills. Um, Oh, not on pills. I need a prescription first. Oh, well, relieved to hear you're not already on some form of medication. All right. Well, this has been pregame beer. Don't kill yourselves. Feel like we're asking a lot, honestly. They'll they'll do their best. Will they? Nine eight eight. If if you if you feel the need to dial nine eight eight. Thank God you knew the number. I thought it was eight one one. What does eight one one dial? That's a good question. I don't think anything. Is it like four one one? So if you're suicidal but you're also feeling adventurous, dial eight one one. See what happens. Eight one one's dig safe.
All right. Well, if you're looking to dig your own grave, but you don't want to hit a power cord, dial eight one one. But before you commit to the grave, dial nine eight eight. You know, that's probably the best advice we're gonna give. All right. Well, fuck you all. Bye. <laughs>